views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. All of the above. Uh, what a great day. Benny, we're going to have some fun right now. Total fun. Are you ready? Well, yeah. When do we not, right? Hmm? Yeah, no, <laughs> that's true. When do we not? Um, well, Russ Kick's joining us here today. And he wrote a book, um, Quotes That Will Change Your Life. And it's a curated collection of mind-blowing wisdom. And I thought, you know, I've got the book, I've read it, and he's absolutely right. Um, it's hard to even imagine, like, what your favorite quote is. I would love to hear from our listeners throughout the show today. You know, do you have a favorite quote? And if so, give us a call. Um, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, but first, you know, let me tell you a little bit about my guest joining me here today. Um you know, I always think about the folks that I get to chat with and meet and look at their lives. And, and I think about how do they come to be doing the kinds of things that bring them to this show and the network. And, and then I'm thinking and I'm looking at, you know, what Russ has done. I'm looking at, you know, he writes books, he edits anthologies, um, he's got, you know, a, a project, the graphic canon. He's got a series of, f- of four books soon to be six. You know, he's asked over 200 comic artists and illustrators to adapt the great works of literature. But, you know, here's the thing. How do we get to have this chat with him? You know, he is very, very busy in what he does. But more importantly, he's able to sit down and say, wait a minute. These are some things that inspire people. These are some things, whether poets, philosophers, scientists, whatever. These are some things that people have heard. They either perk up when they hear them. They have their own. It's in some way, quotes touch our lives. Today, you're going to hear from Russ How? Hey, Russ, it's great to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me on, Pat. So I how did the long and winding road that's called the life of Russ Kick get you right here on this show and writing this book? <laughs> oh, well. You must yeah, have well, followed a quote. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've 
you know, I can trace back so many of the, the things I'm still doing now, you know, to childhood. It, it's really interesting. And, um, yeah, quotes are one of those things. I've always been a quotation junkie. And I, I think it started because in the family library growing up, you know, we, we had these huge collections of quotes. And I just, I, I loved them. And that just stayed with me. You know, I have, I've always loved quotes and I've always um, jotted them down when, when I've uh, heard one that really moves me. And so, yeah, you know, as I, as I've done other, other kinds of books and other projects, I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to uh, collect what I thought were, you know, some of the best, most moving, uh, powerful quotes out there. And so one day, you know, I pitched that idea to my publisher and they said, okay, you know, let's, let's go with that. So, um, so yeah, I finally, finally got to do it. It's been one of my dream projects. And so I finally got to do it. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm astonished, too, by um, how things are collected and how they come to you. Here's my question. Um, If you take on a project like this, there are the obvious quotes that that many people know about. Right. But Mm -hmm. then there's just, you know, every once in a while you may find one or two that folks don't know about where you say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wow, that's kind of cool. Do you have any of those? Oh yeah, I think yeah. There, there's, there's the whole range. Yeah, there's yeah. there's some really there are some well-known quotes um, that you know I think are among you know the best that are well-known. And then, and then yeah, there are some others where you might read them and then. You're, it kind of jogs your memory, you know, that you you have heard that before. And then there's going to be some, of course, I, I think that, you know, each reader has, you know, never come across before. And yeah. and so, yeah, I think like, well, one one that just occurs to me, it's because it's one of the quotes I found like late in the process. This is mm-hmm. not a quote I had ever come across before until I started working on this book and really just started reading tons of quotation collections from through the decades, just pouring into it, reading hundreds of thousands of quotes. And, and yeah, there's this one from Richard Needham, who's, uh, he was a member of parliament in Britain. And I, well, one of the things I love is when a quote crystallizes something you've always known, but like you've never quite formed the thought about it. You know, and then and then you read it on the page, and you're like, yes, of course. So this one is about um, people who describe themselves as brutally honest and take great pride in that. And I I know some of those people, and so I found this quote where Richard Needham said, "The person who is brutally honest enjoys the brutality quite as much as the honesty, possibly more." And that one, that was one of those where, you know, everything just kind of slides into place. And I'm like, of course, that's that's what that's all about. And then, um, 
And then like I do in the book, I try to put quotes, you know, in, into clusters and kind yeah. of put them together so that they kind of, they amplify each other. Mm-hmm. So following that is a, a great couple of lines from, um, you know, the, the mystic poet, William Blake. Yeah. A truth that's told with bad intent beats all the lies you can invent. Mm. Yeah. Do you find that quotes have a cyclical lifespan? And what do I mean by that is, um, what do I mean by that? Well, some quotes seem to show up in more decades, more times that people live in. Uh, and, you know, of course, now we're so connected with everything, anything, anybody that can be classified as somebody in celebrity or fame status. Anytime they say something now, you know, we're finding it becomes, you know, a quote of all times or maybe not. And sometimes these quotes aren't necessarily going to make it to your book because they're not necessarily quotes that are going to change our lives. Uh, do quotes go through, uh, you know, sort of cyclical lifespans or are they timeless? Mm, I think probably the best ones are timeless. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they speak to something that's just that's universal, you know, and and it really it that can be, I think, really reassuring just all by itself is just to read something um, from, you know, it could be the 1800s or it could even be from ancient times that it still speaks to you. It still sounds like it, it could have been said today. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think they're the, the timeless ones are often the best. Um, but then, yeah, you know, I guess there are, uh, there are quotes you know, there, there is a cyclical aspect to some become popular for a while and then fade mm-hmm. away. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're really seeing now, I think, a, a golden age of quotations where a lot yeah. of them are being rediscovered um, because of just because of the Internet and especially social media, which, of right. course, is all about kind of, you know, brief Brief thoughts, of course, you know, the 140 characters of Twitter <laughs> and, you know, even even Facebook, you know, pretty much the briefer something is the better. And so, yeah, this has led to this, I think, this golden age of people, you know, digging up quotes. Mm-hmm. And and um, so, yeah, I'm seeing I, I see lots of quotes online that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I never I don't know. I never would have thought that necessarily they'd become really popular and uh, and speak to people. So it's yeah, it's a really interesting thing to see. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to talk about this more uh, for those of you just tuning in. I wonder if you have a famous if you have a quote you want to share with us. Sometimes our quotes come from our kids. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. Russ Kick joining me here today. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about how did he pick these quotes? And then once Russ did pick them, how did they get organized? Uh, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat right here on Transformation Talk Radio. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. 
take your own journey with the angels with Claire Candyhoff's Heaven Sent Guided Angel Meditation CD. Letting go of concerns and living in the now. This beautiful CD walks listeners through practical exercises to help free them from the burdens, worries, and concerns of daily life. Walking a quarter of the way across the bridge, you see a bright emerald green light and sense a loving presence. This is Archangel Raphael's green healing energies, nourishing and revitalizing you. Take a moment now to bathe in this green healing light. Giving you much more than just relaxation and stress release, this wonderfully narrated CD provides vivid visualization, soothing and inspiring music, and an angel's choir that will bring you peace, clarity, and a newfound awareness. Visit angelhealinghouse.com today. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence, and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Be unstoppable. Who do executive women count on for up-to-date information on everything from stilettos to being heard in the boardroom? To achieve excellence, you must first take control of your life and develop a successful strategy with the Unstoppable Diva. Tune in to Up or Out with Connie Fife, Mondays 5 p.m. Eastern, as she cuts through the BS to guide you to become bold, connected, and unstoppable. For more information, visit uporout.com. Treat the body and expand the soul on June 1st with Lynn Brown. In this all-inclusive retreat, you'll treat your body with breakout sessions in the various elements of nature. Enjoy fireside chats while harnessing the healing energy of fire. Allow more light with more ease and activate that connection between the body and spirit. Call 206-931-7356 or visit lynnmbrown.com. You, yes you, can be the highest version of yourself. Wellness coach and natural beauty expert Dr. Agnes Renkel is on a mission to help you play the game of your life. Win in vibrancy, health, and beauty. Because you deserve it. Dr. Agnes goes beyond the limits in her personal coaching sessions to revolutionize health and wellness. Now is the time to unleash your true power. For more information, visit dragnesfrankel.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. Do you have a favorite quote? Uh, Russ Kick joining me here today. For those of you who want to find out more about Russ, go to the website russkick.com. That's how you can find him on Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, we're giving a, Benny, we're going to give a copy of the book away 
Quotes That Will Change Your Life. I love this book. It's fascinating. Um, and uh, I, I was just, I, I was just uh, saying, uh, Russ, that yesterday I did post a quote. And I do that often because I like to post quotes with images. I really think that's the new world of quotes, isn't it? Um, it you know, this is like... Uh, almost like a resurrection of quotes with the way we're so digitally connected now. Have you found that? Have you found this, you know, super interesting quotes by, you know, from, from people all over the world. And, you know, there's no box now to put a quote in, like, you know, you can't say, wait a minute, I got a quote from Bob Dylan, but that's not relevant anymore. Tell us about, you know, how you pick your quotes. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I, I started of course with my lifelong favorites. So, you know, those were obviously the, the first to go in there. And, um, but then, yeah, after that, um, I, I just did lots of digging, you know, I, I went to, um, well, I went to wiki quote, mm -hmm. which is this amazing extensive site of quotations, um, but you know, it has, it has the same problem you run into in general. It's like, there's, there's millions of them. You can't, yeah. you, you know, who, who has the time to like read through all these quotes and find the gems. And so I realized, you know, that's, that's really what my role was. And, you know, and I went through lots and lots of quote collections that have been published through the decades it's just it's actually unbelievable how many there are out there yeah uh personally i you know i found that again it was always a case of you know there's a few gems mixed in with lots of just okay quotes you know some quotes so many of them they they kind of say something that's cliched you know in a very cliched way or some of them are trying really too hard to be clever. I mean, there's just so many like that. So, um, you know, as far as my criteria, it's so subjective. I just, I felt like the quotes that belong in there are the ones that like really would make a light bulb go off or would, or would shift my way of thinking or, you know, reframe something. And so I, I tried to pack the book with quotes like that and, and, you know, be very selective about it. Um, and because there's, you know, there's around, there's 600 and something quotes in here and they're arranged by theme. Uh, but also really important is I, I wanted only, you know, each page would contain only one to three quotes because mm -hmm. I wanted each one to really you know, breathe and stand on its own. And, you know, so many quote books, um, even the less extensive ones, it's just one after another, after another on the page, you know, you might have eight or 10, or of course, you know, some of the bigger books, you could have 20 or more on a page and, and they just, I think they lose their power. So yeah, the, the book was designed to let each quote really breathe on its own. And, um, yeah, you know, I, one of the, one of the things I like is when a quote, um, uh, just kind of reframes something, you know, it, it gives mm -hmm. you an insight 
For example, just one of many I, I could name is um, Bruce Lee in his yeah. autobiography. He said, in great attempts, it is glorious even to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was one of those quotes that kind of, you know, creates this shift in me, you know, and, and, and it's great. It kind of it takes the pressure off. It's like, you know, if you're doing something really amazing, no matter what that is or how you define it, you know, mm-hmm. even even if you fail, there's there's glory in that. And so, um, you know, and then there's another one uh, from. Uh, Anthony DeMello, one of my very uh, favorite spiritual teachers. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got this, there's this selection of quotes I have in the book on forgiveness. You know, there's this little, yeah. this little cluster of a few pages about forgiveness and apologizing. But then I, I end it with this quote that kind of shifts everything. He, he wrote, if you had never condemned you would not need to forgive. And, and I just, I Boy, love that's it. that's telling. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. was one. Yeah. I mean, that was one that I, I came across while I was reading one of his books um, rather than in a, a, a quote collection. And that just, you know, that produced one of those shifts. It's like, you know, because there is all this, you know, for years now, there, there's been this really great emphasis on forgiveness, which is, you know, is a very good thing and important. But then, like, this one quote from him just kind of shifts everything and makes you realize, you know, the only reason we need to forgive is because, you know, we, we pass judgment in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, you know, as you were going through here and you're looking at the, the quotes, I mean, there are so many in here. Um, and there, there are many in here that, that folks have heard or not heard. You know, what are some of, um, what are some of these quotes that you can look at? Some of the ones maybe you've mentioned, some not, that actually changed your life. You know, what were sort of the game changer ones and how do they show up for you? I mean, it's not like we sit down every day and say, oh, let me find a quote that's going to change my life. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, let's see. There's there's one I can think of that really it did change the way I, I act and approach things. Um, and it's about relationships. It, it's from uh, Tom Robbins, the novelist. And he said, we, we spend all our time looking for the perfect lover instead of creating the perfect love. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, I have to say, I can't remember when and where I found that one. Um, but yeah, that was, that was one that actually I, I put into practice. Um, yeah. Cause I, at one point I was in a, you know, a serious long-term relationship and it, was getting really stormy and I, you know, and it would have been really easy in some ways just to, to quit it, to end, to not try, but it felt like there was something really good there, you know, a good foundation. Um, so yeah, I kept, I kept saying this quote to myself that, yeah, we're, you know, 
basically, yeah, we keep we keep looking for the perfect person instead of trying to create something perfect or close to perfect with someone. And so, um, yeah, I really I put that into practice. And yeah. um, now the. <laughs> The, the conclusion of that is that the relationship ended up not working out. Right, right. Uh, yeah. And so, um, you know, there's, there's certainly no guarantees, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, that quote, uh, you know, I'm glad I really gave it a try. I'm glad I, I stuck it out and kept trying to make things work. Mm-hmm. I, I still it changed you, quotes. though. Yes. I mean, it, I mean, the, the, the fact that you tried was the idea that here is this quote and you, here you are now with an opportunity to say, I'm going to try this. And that that um, that effort to try it literally changed you. Mm-hmm. And that's lifelong. You know, maybe you're right. Maybe it didn't turn out the way you thought it would at that point in time. But, you know, here, here's a quote that literally you said, wait a minute, I can try this. Maybe it will teach me something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to share a couple of my favorites. And then we're going to see if they're actually in the book. What are some of the quotes that you relate to right now? You know, what are some of the things that are showing up for you? You could either give us a call, 1-800-930-2819, or you can type your quote in. If you go to the Dr. Pat show on the right-hand side, type your quote in. Um, or Transformation Talk Radio, just type your quote in right there next to the player. We're going to take a short break. We will be right back. If this life To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Huff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Do you feel that there's a bigger, better life for you? Is there anything holding you back from living the life you were meant to live? If you'd like to find your life's true purpose and calling, join the world's foremost authority on primal spirituality. David Carr share in Becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Carr share on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. 
When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit EmpoweringEnergy.com. That's Empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in, turn us on. Yeah, I love this. Quotes that will change your life. I've got a few. I don't know if Benny's got any. Uh, but Benny, we, you're going to have to weigh in on this too. Uh, Russ Kick joining us here today. And it's a really cool book to have. I mean, you know, for me, I'm always posting things, right? Um <sighs> One of, one of the things, Russ, I want to just tell you this, you know, uh, I, I shared that I posted a, a, a quote the other day that I hadn't, I hadn't really even thought about this quote. Oh my gosh, it had to be like 40 years or something, right? And then all of a sudden it was like in my brain again, and I ended up posting it. But one of the quotes in your book, I remember this quote. Now, why do I remember it? Because I actually met Yoko Ono. Uh, in in New York, I'm from New York, and I used to spend a lot of time in the West Village, and you know, mm-hmm. I loved art. And I and she had an exhibit in New York. I actually interviewed her. She had an exhibit in New York. It was the Cross of Nails, and it was an art exhibit she had. And um, it, in your book, you've got this quote from her that I want to read. It says. Try to say nothing negative about anybody for three days, for 45 days, for three months. See what happens to your life. Now, that is kind of a miracle, right, in itself. In the day and age we live in and being bombarded um, by the, the news, by social media, uh, I think when she did that quote, I, I'm not quite sure that, that she could have predicted this sort of uh, communication vehicles we have in the world today. Um, how do you resonate? Does that quote resonate with you? Obviously, it made it in your book. Oh, yes, definitely. That was, yeah, that was another one of those that just, um, well, yeah, it shifted my way of thinking and and I tried to put it into practice. I actually you know, some of her, some of her poetry is actually, she calls them instructions. You know, there are, there are things that you, you should try doing. And, you know, some of them are pretty abstract, you know, um, because that is the way Yoko thinks, but uh, some of them are like, you know, really concrete, like, like the one you just said. And Mm -hmm. I was, wow, that does sound really powerful. And I'm going to try to do that. 
<laughs> and it's amazing how hard it is. I mean, I don't, I don't think of myself as like a, 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 a super judgmental person mm-hmm. or, you know, definitely not mean spirited or anything. So I was like, well, I, I, yeah, I should be able to do this. And it's like, even the first part of that, just making it three days without saying anything negative about anybody in any way. I mean, it actually turns out to be really, really hard to do. And yeah, I'm actually, I I don't know. I'm trying to think, did I, I, I'm not even sure I made it to her. Mm -hmm. Or three month mark. Oh yeah, <laughs> she yeah. she recommends, but yeah, yeah. So she's really clear, though. I mean, she's clear uh, uh, about uh, nothing negative, zero. Not right. about the TV. Not about you know your lunch. Uh, you know, she's not talking about like uh, every major headline you might be looking at today. She's talking about everything in life. You know, uh, all of the above. I think it is a, a, I think it's a lofty goal, but one Mm -hmm. of the things I loved about it and I love about the goal, and it's actually the quote, it's a call to action as well. Once you're able to do it, it's hard to go back. See, that's what I love about that particular quote. Once you've able to achieve it or come close to achieving it, you know, there is this, this thing that happens to you where you're not the same anymore. See, that's one of those quotes where, you you know, when I think about it, you know, I realize I'm not the same anymore. You know, my favorite, my favorite quotes, and I'd love to hear your favorite. My favorite quotes come from this man named Viktor Frankl. And, and I think the reason I so appreciate his quotes not because, you know, they're just like outstanding, Yoga Ono, Roosevelt, you know, not, but because of who he was, you know, this Austrian neurologist and psychiatrist that, you know, was, was, is a Holocaust, was a Holocaust survivor, you know, and his experience in the camps. And then from him comes um, things like, when we're no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Mm. I mean, that's one of his. Another one that I love is like everything can be taken from a man or woman. Everything can be taken from a man or woman. But one thing, the last of human freedoms to choose one's own attitudes in any situation is to choose one's own way. One's own way. And I just look at that and I think, man, you know, this is power. And I love the way he talks about it. I mean, at one point I thought when I read his book, Man's Search for Meaning, I thought everything in the book was a quote, mm-hmm. you know, but we do look at quotes in that way. Don't we, Russ? I mean, don't, don't, don't you find that we look at quotes to, and hang on to them to find new meaning sometimes? Oh, definitely. Yes. And, and sometimes, right. When you're reading a, a larger book, um, yeah, there will be a passage or a single sentence that like that that will just pop out and stay with you. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and actually, um, I there is a quote from Viktor Frankl that I put in the book. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's similar, especially to the second one you said. Um, and yeah, I just love it. He, he said, 
between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Mm. Yeah. What do you what what meaning do you take from that? Because that's that's again powerful too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I love yeah, I love the way it's in three sentences. He really, you know, he slows it down and breaks down the process. And he's like, you know, we're, we don't have to be reactive. You know, we don't, we don't have to just be instantly reacting to situations. And, you know, and I mean, and it's easy to do. And, but he, he's reminding us that, yeah, there is this space between when something happens and your reaction to it, mm-hmm. there is always a space, and it may be, you know, maybe a very short space or not, but yeah, yeah, there's a space, and that that is where our freedom is because we don't have to just react; we can mm-hmm. des- decide how to react within that space. Yeah. What, one of the things that um, I wanted to ask you about is um, some of the funniest things I've ever heard are from people that take a common quote and completely misquote it. And, and then the misquote becomes the quote, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the kinds of things that I think also make for good comedy if you're on television. But some of these quotes reflect a serious uh, side of the times that we lived in or the times we live in now, you know, um, and I'm, and some of those did make your book, right? Right. Some of those did make your book. Um, yeah. So yeah. Do, you have, do you have an example in mind? I'm I do. I mean, okay. the, the, I just had one. I mean, clearly <laughs> some of these has to do with, um, um, you know, uplifting, inspiring, um, you know, let's just call it uh, values of how one can live their lives or not live their lives. You know, others uh, have like the one I shared with you during the break um, that I remember like a million years was from, (laughs) was from Richard Nixon. And so, you know, some of these uh, are very, very, very powerful. I think that um, the one by, who is it, Allen Ginsberg, that's in the book, um, it, you, you know, I've, it, it, here it is. Follow your inner moonlight. Don't hide the madness. You say what you want to say when you don't care who's listening. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, what? You say what you want to say when you don't care who's listening. That is a very powerful quote. And it is powerful and relevant to the time we live in now as it was then, right? Exactly, yeah. And it's yeah. also, uh, I would say, you know, a very uh, hard quote to put into action. A lot of yeah. these are just like Yoko's quote. I mean, these they're, you know, they're really, they are profound and important. And the thing is, though... And, and I guess that's why they're so important, because if it's like if it was easy to do, then, you know, everybody would just be doing it. And we wouldn't need a quote about it. But, yeah, just yeah, not caring who's listening, not caring. In other words, you know, not caring what others think of you is is really what that quote comes down to. And that 
that is just very a very tall order. Yeah, um, you know, when you were putting this book together, right? I mean, clearly there were some that made the cut. I'm interested in the ones that didn't make the cut. Or do you have any of those, or did they kind of all make the cut? Oh gosh. Um, well, I mean, there's. I mean, in some sense, you could say there's. Yeah, there's. There's kind of millions of quotes that didn't make the cut. Um, but as far as, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, did any quotes come close to making the cut and didn't? Um, I mean, I know there were, yeah, there were some, I couldn't fit mm -hmm. in, but I'm, I'm actually, mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think which ones didn't quite make it. Mm -hmm. um, well, I don't, you know, I mean, there, I, you didn't like exclude any because you were like, well, that's like way too political or that's way too this or way too that. Right. Um, right. And then there are some that just stand out. I mean, you know, we say this one quote a million different ways now. And actually, people will write entire books on this quote by Rumi. Uh, and, you know, the quote by Rumi is the cure for pain is the pain. And mm. we will write best selling books <laughs> that take 200 pages to say that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another uh, great point is that I, I feel like. Another thing that makes a quote really great is that you could you could at least write an entire essay on this mm -hmm. one sentence quote, you know, and, and maybe even, yeah, maybe even a 200-page book about this one quote. And I think that's that's kind of another thing that I looked for is like, yeah, there's so much there's so much that can be said about this quote, so much meaning packed into it. And yet it's, you know, it's been super compressed into one, maybe two sentences. And so, yeah, yeah that Rumi one is, is a great example. Yeah. And, you know, some of these are longer than others. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of them, you know, seem longer than quotes. Maybe they're classified as sayings. You know, I, uh, in my office, I have an excerpt from Leaves of Grass that I pulled out, um, uh, you know, and it's the phrase or the verse in it where he starts out by saying, dismiss whatever insults your soul. Mm, I mean, yes. I think that is one of the more, for me, that is one of the most powerful things I've ever read. And, you know, I don't come from, you know, an upbringing or a, a, I don't come from a, 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 a literary type family. Um, you know, my folks, I didn't grow up in a family that they would read my dad, sixth grade, you know, my mom, maybe not even that. So I don't come from that family. So my, you know, introduction to readings like this came later in life. And I remember coming across that phrase, you know, dismiss whatever insults your soul. And it goes on after that. We'll take a short break and we come back and maybe we'll talk more about that. Did it actually make the book? We'll be right back. Welcome to the final show. I hope you 
Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, the Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio, featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net for show days and times. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Thrive is what we experience when our mind, body, and soul operate as one. When we thrive, we excel on all levels. Thrive is the mindset that matters. It is essential to our being. Have you ever found yourself looking for the instruction manual on how to thrive? You'll find everything you need to help you feel strong, powerful, and peaceful in your own body. So don't waste any more time. Visit thrivebygen.com today. TheAngelLady.net 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 1-800-323-1790 Sue Storm TheAngelLady.net Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 9 Tune in to Mainstream Metaphysics Radio to harness your connection with the universe to effect change for optimal success and happiness. Name one of the country's top psychics. Eve now brings her insights and gifts to this weekly hit call-in show. Joined by visionaries, leaders, and gifted others, but mostly you. Jot it down. Thursdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You can't bribe the door on your way to the sky. You look pretty good down here, but you ain't really good. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. It's great to have all of you here. And uh, yeah, we are joined today, as I said before, Russ Kick here. Uh, Russ, how can people find out more about you? How can they get a copy of your book? Oh, well, yeah, the best way online is definitely russkick.com. There's information about uh, all my books on there. And um, yeah, quotes that will change your life. It, it's uh, it's for sale online uh, in Amazon, and it's also it is in bookstores. So that's cool. the way to get it. Yeah. 
Cool. Okay. So here's this, this is really interesting about the quote that's in the book. Um, because I, I think this is a perfect example of how we can relate to the same quote, but different aspects of it. Because the book has re-examined all you have been told at school or church or in any book. Dismiss what whatever insults your soul. And so I'm it's fascinating because the quote, the part of this that I picked is the second part. And I think it's fascinating because the whole re-examine all you've been told in school, uh, I just blew by that. And I and I looked at dismiss whatever insults your soul. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say, and your very flesh shall be a great poem and have the richest fluency, not only in its words, but in the silent lines of its lips and face and between the lashes of your eyes and in every motion and joint of your body. I found that to me like, oh my gosh. (laughs) If, If I had to pick what quote, uh, there was to live by it be this one in your book dismiss whatever insults your soul I think it's one of the hardest ones to live by I mean I could even do the Yoko thing but mm-hmm. this one to be so courageous as to do that and you know what I what it's come to mean for me and I think this talks to why you wrote the book is some days it's easier than others to do. So if we're not dismissing what insults our soul, then what we're doing is completely ignoring it or, Mm -hmm. you know, just squashing it. But that's what quotes do, right? They get us to really think about things in different ways. Oh, sure. Sure. And, and yeah, that one, the dismiss whatever insults your own soul is, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's so powerful because again, it's like, you know, it makes you realize that, yes, that is, that's exactly the way to do it, but it's, it is so hard to do in practice, but, but yeah, it's this very simple idea of, of, and it's basically, you know, he's telling you, you already know what you should reject. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's pretty simple. It's like, if I, I mean, what I take out of that is basically like, I, I don't know if it makes you feel bad, if it just, if it, makes you feel bad about yourself or the world or whatever, just dismiss it, reject it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a very simple idea yet. Like (laughs) so many of these quotes trying to put it into practice, you know, it could, could take a lifetime. Yeah. Well, you know, the question I have for you is, you know, one day it's dismiss whatever insults your soul. For me, that one has stayed with me for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, The Victor uh, Frankl uh, quotes, I have to be reminded of every day, you know, about the idea of, you know, when we're no longer able to change the situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. I mean, that is a quote, I think, for our time right now. Um, you know, but the question I think in, in these last couple of minutes for you is, um, what's the takeaway from the book? What do you want folks to be able to do with this? How do you want them to really, mm. uh, you know, look at what you've created here in the book and do, do, do with it? Yeah, well, yeah, my, my hope is that at least 
some of these quotes will will move people as much as they moved me and and maybe even shift um, people's way of thinking, um, maybe even change the way they act and try and implement these. And, and the thing is, I realize, you know, it'll be, it would be different quotes for each individual. That's the thing. It's like, um, you know, I just hope somewhere within these pages, you know, everybody who reads it will find at least a handful of quotes that really get to them, you know, that really change their way of looking at things. And, 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 you know, I realize I, I've, I've had talks with people who really disagree with certain particular quotes in yeah. the book, you know, it's yeah. definitely, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not necessarily all going to be things that all of us agree with. And, you know, I'm not even sure I, I don't completely agree myself with every quote. Right, book. Right. I think, you know, if it's in there, it's definitely, it's at least worth thinking about and worth pondering. And even if you end up rejecting it, you know, that even that process, I think will, will hopefully clarify some things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for today. Thank you so much. Uh, okay. it, you know, a- let folks know how they can find out more uh, about you and give out your website. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, my main website is ruskick.com and yeah, you can find out about this book and others on there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I also, I, you know, I have an, another website, the memory hole org that is for a very kind of completely different pursuit, which is, uh, posting, uh, scarce, but important government documents. Mm. Yeah, that 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 will be exciting, right? <laughs> oh yeah, and it's gotten it's gotten even more exciting just recently. Uh, yes, there's there's so much more to do now than there was. Cool, I know. Well, thank you so much for all that you do. Hey, everybody, we've got another hour coming right up here on Transformation Talk Radio. If you want to know how to stay tuned, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Audrey Michelle coming up. And then right after that, Lime Talk Radio. Because why? This is Lime Awareness Month. All right, everybody, we'll see you in a few. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.